Jacques Howard, I'm on location at Mercer County Community College, the Kearney campus in downtown Trenton, New Jersey, right on Broad Street. Amazing facilities and a couple of new buildings actually recently opened up as well. And I'm with Angeline Dean, who is a community organizer. And uh, in this capacity, um, Angeline, just introduce what you have going on here tonight. So first of all, thank you, Jacques. Uh, my name again is Angeline Dean, and tonight we have the first of a set of series called Community Conversations. And so we're going to be bringing in speakers and professionals and experts. And so tonight here we have the privilege of having um, Dr. James Peterson, who is actually the director of Africana Studies at Lehigh University. Um, he's also an MSNBC correspondent. There's a whole list of things that he does. And so we are just um, really excited tonight to um, come and listen. I mean, he's talking on everything from education to prison to housing and all the interconnectivity of it. So the main purpose was to educate, yes, but then we made sure that we had the assemblywoman in some of her office here so that we can look at those policies that he will be talking about and how do we change those policies as well as how do we begin to educate the community and yet empower the community to have them understand that their voice matters and that government works for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you put it that way because I think oftentimes people forget that the way the political system is set up in the United States, people need to be engaged in the process. Mm -hmm. Civic engagement is critical to building a better community. Yes. Why did you decide to do the conversations at this time? You know what, Jacques? Actually, um, I wanted to do conversations when I was doing my work with PICO, but I really couldn't do it in that capacity then. Ferguson broke out, Baltimore broke out, so I really couldn't do it. But when I first came to Trenton, um, one of the things I said to Free was, I was like, ooh, from everything that I see from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, yo, brother, you guys need to sit down and have some conversations. Because I saw how my voice tried to be dismissed. I saw how I was disrespectful at times um, but I saw how in my opinion those who are quote-unquote leaders in my opinion they knew what they were doing in reference to this city they know redlining is going on they know all this stuff is going on and so when when you can keep a community um, silent and silence them and I, I just saw so much here that needed to be opened up. And, I, and, and I'm so excited because I feel like a ground swelling has happened. And I feel like that volcano is about to erupt here. And um, so when, I, when the idea just came back, I don't even know how it happened. Oh, yes, I do. Um, the, <laughs> the, um, the urban farm called me after all the uh, cop shootings. And so they asked me, they said, Ms. Dean, you know, would you come and do some conversations or would you do some support groups? So I was like, no, we're going to do the conversations because this is the perfect time. I was just happy. I believe that God blessed me with favor like, and said, this is the time. Move forward. Go for it. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And earlier you alluded to uh, freedom, Darren Freedom Green. Talk mm -hmm. about your friendship and your relationship and how you're working together to uh, help 
bring information to the, the residents here in Trenton, New Jersey and beyond? Yeah, so um, we've been working together now. It's funny, we just said the other day it was four years, had no clue. Um, and since we've been here, uh, we've been instrumental in doing, you know, had to finally get my feet on, you know, solid ground, being that outsider. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I stated, Trenton will let you know you are an outsider. But that's okay. Um that's okay. I dealt with bigger. I dealt with worse. I dealt with badder. It's, it was it was all good. Um, and so Free, you know, approached me and was like, "Listen, I need you in Trenton. I need you know, I need your help." And honestly, Jacques, I wasn't thinking about the city of Trenton because I was doing so many other things. And then um, all of a sudden, my Pico job, which was national and international, said we're sending you to Trenton. And I was like, sign, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, so the first thing that we did was we were instrumental in bringing the White House here. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we also want to make sure we give a shout out to the faith-based community um, because I saw that they never got their props and they never got their respect. And if it wasn't for the faith-based community, the White House would not have come. So I want to make sure that people know it was because, and, and they always get a bad rap. So I want to make sure that people do know that. So that was our first um, project. And then from there, we bought Ferguson in. So we bought some of our Ferguson youth in, uh, let some of the young people begin to really hear and to understand what was going on, that this isn't that far away from you, Mm -hmm. and it can happen at any time. And so a little bit of the civic education piece with it, um, challenge some of them to um, even know what your freeholder does. What does your assembly person does? Grown folks don't even know that. Mm-hmm. And so that was next. And then part of our um, institution, part of our nonprofit, My Eternal Family, is about legacy, but it's also um, determined to break chains. That That's the key piece for me. And it talks about kingly, pre, kingly teachings, um, which is that whole African proverb that says, um, Yes, kingly teaching is eternal, but kingly teaching also needs to be now. Meaning, how do I leave legacy? How do I empower? How do I educate? And so um, we're also, look. we look at everything from a holistic perspective. And so um, the, the whole mindset behind it all is... My, again, my opinion, we piecemeal people, mm-hmm. but we didn't come here piecemeal. We came here whole. Mm-hmm. So how do we restore them back to their wholeness? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you're coming out of jail, but you don't just need a job. Sometimes you need a house. Sometimes you need mental health. Sometimes you need, it's so many barriers that you have to jump through. So how do we holistically help you become that person, right? My philosophy is we came here full. We should leave here empty. So how do we help the people birth and produce um, all of the purpose that was put in them. And so from that we did, um, that's when we started our expungements. Mm -hmm. And so from the expungements, um, again, that's why you see all the resources that are at the expungements because it's again building that whole person. Mm -hmm. It's not just about getting your record, but now you can get your record expunged. You can sign up and go to college. You can learn about jobs. You can learn about housing. You you know, so you have all these different entities there. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it's trying to build that whole person. Now we're here with community conversations. So that's next on our list. We just won a grant. So we're getting ready to work with um, youth. Uh, We're looking to do it with the black community, the African community, Hispanic and Latino, and then also the Haitian and bringing some of their youth. Uh, together to begin to understand 
what divides us among ourselves, and then the, how do we dismantle that barrier while learning about each other's cultures. When we look at where we all came from, <laughs> it's very embryonic as <laughs> to we all started pretty much at the same place, you know? And so trying to get them to understand that so that they can be able to relate to each other um, and build the unity in the community, right? Bringing the commune back into community. You always hear me say, um, um, the neighborhood became the hood when we stopped being neighbors. Mm -hmm. And so that's how all the silos broke out, right? And so how do we bring that back together? Because I even hear from leaders, their speech is still divisive. And I have an issue with that. So how can you tell me about a unifying a community when your speech is divisive? And I'll give you an example. You just have Phil Murphy here to understand the Hispanic agenda. Well, what about the city agenda? Why wasn't that first on your list, right? Mm -hmm. So it's that divisiveness again, and as the head does, the rest follows, and that's what we see. So part of my eternal family's job is how do we bridge people together, and how do we dismantle barriers? Mm -hmm. And how can people find out more about my eternal family and offer support or have a conversation with you about how you can do a presentation for their group? So um, we are on the web, www.myeternalfamilyus.com, um, and then you can reach me at Angeline Dean, 609-284-2839, um, or I, you can even have my personal email, which is A-N-G, the number one, Dean, D-E-A-N, at yahoo.com, my last name. Fantastic. Angeline, thanks for a couple of minutes of your time. Okay. Thank you, Jacques.